District of Conservation is sponsored by CFACT. To learn more about our sponsor, head over to CFACT.org. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Welcome to a special Friday episode. I am your host, Gabriella Hoffman. We will talk briefly about the very last minute, kind of under the radar confirmation of Tracy Stone Manning to lead the Bureau of Land Management. You've heard a lot about her in the past, maybe, and some of the controversies surrounding her. So I will talk briefly about what transpired in the Senate because there was a lot going on with reconciliation and other interesting votes happening, but she... Her confirmation slipped under the radar, so I will talk a little bit about that for you today on this October 1st. In a 50 to 45 vote yesterday, quietly, the Biden pick to lead the Bureau of Land Management, the agency which has just announced that they're going to scale down that new office in Grand Junction, Colorado, which was seen as a move to bolster relations with those out west because 90 some odd percent of public lands are out there. Tracy Stone Manning, Biden's pick to lead the embroiled agency is confirmed. And she was confirmed by a 50 to 45 vote. Reading from the Washington Examiner. Back in April, she was first announced as a pick. She testified before the Senate. The Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee found information due to a report from the Daily Caller and then some other related information that pointed to her having some links to so-called eco-terrorist groups and deceiving the committee about it. And court documents from 1993 revealed that she testified to mailing a letter to the U.S. Forest Service after an acquaintance committed tree spiking, the placement of metal rods, rails, nails, and other materials into trees to sabotage logging operations. The letter threatened the agency not to sell the timber. She denied having no prior knowledge of the spiking, but said she mailed the letter because she, quote, wanted people to know those trees were spiked, end quote, to avoid injury. And I had talked about this. I had talked about the past BLM directors under Obama who said that she was unqualified and that she should resign given these new revelations. We talked about this a few episodes ago. in the committee vote that happened in July. All 10 committee Democrats voted yes to advance her confirmation, and then all 10 committee Republicans voted no. And the five Republicans who did not vote to at all. I think they were present. Those five Republican senators who were not voting, not present, were Senators Blackburn of Tennessee, Senator Cornyn of Texas, Moran of Kansas, Paul of Kentucky, and Tuberville of Alabama. And even if they were present, she still would have been confirmed even narrowly because then the VP would have intervened and been that deciding vote, that tiebreaker vote. So either way, she was going to get confirmed somehow or another unless they had Democrats. But it looked like all Democrat senators, even Joe Manchin, voted for her. And according to Matt Foldy, I had bookmarked this tweet. We've had him on the show and we'll have him come on again. And so he said, natural resources Republicans sent a series of letters requesting additional information about the vetting of embattled Bureau of Land Management nominee. And their statement read like this. This was two days before she was confirmed. They said, House Committee on Natural Resources Ranking Member Bruce Westerman, House Committee on Judiciary Ranking Member Jim Jordan, and House Committee on Oversight and Reform Ranking Member James Comer sent letters to the White House Presidential Personnel Office Director Kathy Russell and U.S. Department of Interior Congressional Legislative Affairs Director Andrew Wallace requesting additional information about the vetting of BLM nominee Tracy Stone Manning. In part, the ranking member wrote, the federal government's ethics standards are founded on the 
the principle that public service is public trust. Achieving public trust, however, is strained when those in position of authority engage in behavior reflective of poor management or are untruthful about their past. President Biden's continued support of Ms. Tracy Stone Manning's embattled nomination for Bureau of Land Management director raises serious doubts about his commitment to fostering the public's trust in his administration. And we will link to that. So thank you, Foldy, for posting that. I completely overlooked that because I was actually in DC yesterday to do a photo shoot. And I think it was out of necessity to have someone at the helm of BLM. It should be noted, I want to be fair, even though I've had my great concerns with this nominee, there were over 30 conservation groups that signed a letter of her support pointing to her track record of, quote, working collaboratively with multiple stakeholders across the West. And two groups who had initially supported her had later retracted their support. This is taken from Field and Stream magazine. My friends Nephi and David had talked about this on their podcast, on the Your Mountain podcast, about why they think she would be less controversial than David Chipman's. And I'll reference that if you're curious to listen to that. But I kind of had a suspicion she would be confirmed, even with the concerns that I have with her. I'm not sure if she'll be able to overcome that, maybe repair relations and kind of inspire some confidence with people who were very skeptical of her, or if she will continue to adhere to some extreme radical views. But if you want to go into the context behind the battle relating to her nomination and subsequent confirmation, we talked about this an episode or two ago, but it'll be interesting to see, be arbiters of things from DC rather than to be Locally on the ground, who are they going to appeal to mostly? Are they going to appeal to more preservationist environmentalist groups? Are they going to appeal to hunters organizations? Are the people who supported her in the conservation space, those groups, are they going to have regrets with that? We shall see. And here at the podcast, we will keep you posted with all the updates relating to BLM, Department of Interior, and the Biden administration's policies relating to energy and conservation. On Monday, quick note, make sure you stay tuned for my forthcoming interview with Chris Chang and Beth Alcazar from USCCA to talk about a very cool campaign called Reality Check and how they're hoping to get 1.3 million more people trained in firearms and concealed carry. How awesome is that? So stay tuned for my forthcoming interview this Monday with Beth and Chris. Thank you for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you're following us on your preferred podcast player. We like to recommend Apple Podcasts because Apple is where most of hails from. So if you head over to Apple, subscribe some episodes and leave us reviews, we'd be, we'd be more than appreciative of your support in that manner. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to never miss a beat nor a guest announcement. And you can connect with me personally on my social media feeds, all of the Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram links that I have are all denoted by blue check marks. Really easy to find me. So engage with me there. I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to recommend yourself for the show as a prospective guest, I'm all ears to hear and sift through different inquiries. I get a lot of requests and my schedule is also quite busy. So you'll see guests come from me. And I'm, but like I said, I'm always open to different guests coming on the show. 